I always appreciate this gospel from Matthew, especially sometimes maybe if I'm feeling a little down, if I'm feeling a little down on myself, I, I can go to this and I can hear that I'm worth more than many sparrows. And it always picks me up. It does, actually, right? We, 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 this, we hear this, this beautiful passage, you know, what, what Jesus is saying. Are not two sparrows sold for a small coin? Yet not one of them falls to the ground without your father's knowledge. Even all the hairs on your head are counted. So do not be afraid. You're worth more than many sparrows. That God knows us. He knows all of the hairs on our head. Or as my brothers pointed out a couple weeks ago to me, all the hairs that are missing from the top of my head. But God knows us. And he knows our worth. That we are worth more than not just two sparrows, we are worth more than many sparrows. This word worth is coming up a lot these days, I think, in society. We see this in, uh, in anyone that's in, in, the, uh, in a career, anyone that has a job. Often you have to go to maybe your employer and say, this is what I feel like I am worth. So you negotiate maybe a salary. We see this as well just in our, own, in our own self, maybe sometimes in relationships with people. Saying, do people actually value my worth? Do they value what I bring to this relationship? Or same thing, do I value them? Do I see their worth? This is a beautiful thing sometimes to reflect on. But also, sometimes, when it comes to the word worth, Sometimes we see ourselves maybe not being worthy at all. This happens so often, by the way, when it comes to self-worth, when it comes to relationship with God. I mean, we say it even in Mass, by the way. Lord, I am not worthy. Remember that part of the Mass right before you see the Eucharist? Lord, I am not worthy, but... Only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Can we see the worth in ourself? Do we truly value ourself? Not in a prideful way, but can we see ourself as God sees us, worth more than many sparrows, worth more than the sin that maybe we are in. This is very important to know that God sees us for who we are. We heard about this in our second reading, how his sacrifice canceled the multitude of sins. We heard about in the first reading from Jeremiah speaking so beautifully how he wipes away this, this evil. He raises us up. He heals us of our 
infirmities. This is what God does. He wants to lend a helping hand. And he wants us to see ourselves for who we truly are. Not worthless, but worthy of his help. What's another word for help I've said many times? Worthy of his love. We don't need to be perfect, but we need to accept his love. We need to accept his grace. This past week, I was able to go to the Presbyteral Assembly with all of the priests of the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis. And it was very beautiful this, this past week. We actually had three bishops from Minnesota come and speak to us, new bishops. We had Bishop Zelinsky from the New Alm Diocese. We had Bishop Barron, well, we all know Bishop Barron, maybe, right, from the Winona and Rochester Diocese. We also have Bishop Felton uh, from Duluth. And Bishop Felton uh, shared a poem, which I'm sure I've heard before, but I probably didn't pay attention to it. So I just want to share a poem with you, talking about, well, how we're actually worth something in God's eyes. The poem is called The Touch of the Master's Hand. It was written by Myra Welsh in 19. 21. To us battered and scarred, and the auctioneer thought it was scarcely worth his while to waste much time on the old violin, but held it up with a smile. What am I bidding, good folks, he cried. Who will start the bidding for me? A dollar, a dollar, then two, only two, two dollars, and who will make it three? $3 once, $3 twice, going for three, but no. From the room far back, a gray-haired man came forward and picked up the bow. Then wiping the dust from the old violin and tightening the loosened strings, he played a melody pure and sweet as a caroling angel sings. The music ceased. And the auctioneer, with a voice that was quiet and low, said, What am I bid for the old violin? And he held it up with the bow. A thousand dollars, and who will make it two? Two thousand, who will make it three? Three thousand once, three thousand twice, and going and gone, said he. The people cheered, but some of them cried. We do not quite understand. What changed its worth? Swift came the reply. The touch of the master's hand. And many a man with life out of tune and battered and scarred with sin is auctioned cheap to the thoughtless crowd, much like the old violin. A mess of pottage, a glass of wine, a game, and he travels on. He is going once and going twice. He is going and almost gone. But the master comes, and the foolish crowd never can quite understand the worth of a soul and the change that is wrought by the touch of the master's hand. So often, we are battered, we are scarred. So often, we can feel like an old, worthless violin. <clears throat> 
But when we let God touch us, when we let the Master touch us, He makes us a new creation. He touches us how, by the way, in the Eucharist, that we are able to receive him. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. When we go to confession, to hear those words, I absolve you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, setting you anew. Let God into your life. You are worth it. You are created in his image and his likeness. Truly worth more than many sparrows.